Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we are doing 1980s The Fog, directed by John Carpenter. But before we get into that, what have you been up to this week? Well, I bought some onions. Onions. <laughs> Planting onions. Planting onions, not just normal standard onion. onions to plant. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to... I wanted Living to have like, the um, land. Yeah. I wanted to have a vegetable patch. I went into the shops and onions was all I had left. I think it's so probably past the season yeah. now of, of, like, if you want anything, you probably have to plan it by now. Well, yeah, that's what they tell the uh, the novices. But I'm just gonna just go for it and plant them whenever. <laughs> no, there's a very strict schedule. Um, I live off the land now. <laughs> Basically, a farmer. Well, yeah, Not. I think it's the way forwards. Yeah, going your own we've onions. Got, we've got corn coming. We've got oh, loads of tomatoes. Corn, corn on the cob. We've got. Purple broccoli. Very good. Come in, so, yeah. Very good. I'm still waiting for my asparagus, but that's next year. Really? Yeah, when you plant it, it takes like three years for it to Ugh. grow. Well. Yeah. It's grown really well, though. Like, once it's established, apparently it just comes back every wow. year. And you have it for about 20 years. You can have asparagus for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't think I've got the right mental approach to gardening. You'll just leave stuff. Yeah, just you'll be like, I'll plant it, and then you'll forget about I'll it. I forget about it. It'll be a jungle. I'll have to call in like a horticulturist to identify what once was <laughs> this overgrown jungle. Yeah, still a bit to go though. I won't let it put oh, me off. Oh, that was like when we when before we had the garden done, and it, it was kind of a bit damp. There was like loads of weeds. It was very damp, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but. It was kind of, because it was so sort of uninspiring, we didn't really do anything with it, yeah. and all these weeds grew, and they were huge. Nah. But they, they got to the point, you know where some of them grow, and they're like really prickly. Mm. So we got Bumbles. prickles quite a lot. Yeah, mm. it wasn't good. But now it's it's better. Excellent. Less weeds. I love a life. <laughs> yeah. That's the way yeah. forward. I think this lockdown has taught us all. We've got a garden in better our back use it. garden. Yeah, that's it. I didn't think that through. <laughs> We've got a garden. I think, it, yeah, it's may, maybe sort of make use of your garden. Yeah, that's the lesson, not you've got yeah. a garden in your back garden. Yeah, yeah. make use of your garden. Mm. Yeah, definitely. If you've got one. If you've got one. I'm so glad we had one. I don't. I think I'd have gone insane otherwise. Well, I don't have a garden, but I do have a sort of concrete door bit. dumping ground for stuff I don't use. <laughs> so <laughs> that counts. 
That counts. That, that totally counts. That counts. Yeah. Absolutely counts. What have I done this week? Not a lot. Still waiting for my uh, last exam result. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that I've passed. Oh, I'm sure you have. It's yeah, pretty easy, it. isn't it? I've not really done anything else. Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been a bit boring. That's fine. I've been trying to plan things for Patreon. So, yeah, watch your space, because mm. stuff see. might be coming. Oh. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, see. Depends. That's it. That's what I've That's what I've done. Nothing, really. So, yeah, The Fog. The Fog. I really liked The Fog. I like The Fog. It's not my favourite John Carpenter film. What is your favourite? But favorite? I liked it. At the moment, I think it's They Live. I think that was my oh. favourite. Yeah. Yeah? They Live and In the Mouth of Madness. Yes, I do. And I do like In the Mouth of Madness. Yeah. Uh, Halloween's kind of a given. Mm. So I'm not really including that because that's obvious. Like, everyone likes Halloween. But, yeah, In the Mouth of Madness and They Live probably my favourite. They are both good. Very good. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd never, I'd never seen this. So, 1980, John Carpenter. John Carpenter's music. Mm-hmm. We love it. It scored a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. And the synopsis is, on the 100-year anniversary of the sinking of the Elizabeth Dane, a strange fog rolls into the town of Antonio Bay, but there is something in the fog. Spoiler alert, it's ghost lepers. Yep, seafaring ghost lepers. I thought they were pirates. I thought they were pirates too. But I don't think they are pirates. They're kind of, they have an air of They've a got pirate. a piratey air about yeah. them, yeah. Yeah, because mm. they've got like scythes and saws and, and stuff. such and doubloons and... And I imagine they wear hats and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe mm. they wear ghost pirates. I often... Well, not often. Occasionally. Think... I often think... I often think... I can, No, I don't I often think this. The, the pirate life is probably not as cool as it sounds. I don't think I'd enjoy it. I don't... In reality... I imagine it's quite stressful, to be honest. You'd be stuck on a ship. Yeah. You wouldn't have... With a lot of people who are probably what? quite dodgy as well. Yeah. You Imag- couldn't trust anybody. Oh, yeah, and if you wanted to... Like, if you, say if you fell out with some, another pirate, you're like, like, I want to get off this ship. Get onto land and you'd be arrested. Yeah. Or you'd be like, I want to get off this ship and they'll, they'll be like, you're turning your back on this yeah. pirate crew and kill More you. Or a plank, yeah. yeah. I just don't oh, think you. it's... Not for me. No, no, no. The best, I think the best way to be sort of in that kind of world would maybe be to be like a tavern owner that pirates frequent. So if you get all their money... So you could Hear get all this sort stories. of pirate, pirate yeah. adjacent, but, but you wouldn't have, have to, to actually commit to living on a crimes. ship. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, my favorite, one of my favorite days out was um, it was my friend's birthday, and we hired boats. Did I think you? it was on Windermere, like little oh. boats, and we all dressed like pirates. <laughs> <laughs> I hired a boat. <laughs> it was so fun. I loved it. Did you hire one big boat? Uh, yeah, it was yeah, a little boat that was just pooled around. We had a bit of a oh. we had a bit of a picnic on the boat. That sounds great. It was really nice. Yeah, it was. Yeah, good. that sounds great. That was nice. It was pirate fun without the, without the danger. The piracy. Yep, without yeah, piracy. Wow. So anyway, yeah. Before we start, there will be spoilers. So if you've not watched it. Give it a watch. Get back to us. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad I found this film actually mm. randomly on TCM. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, if anyone is into horror movies and has access to TCM movies, there's some really good films on it about probably like ten, eleven o'clock. Yeah. Some good stuff. Like even during the week, like I've, I think because I've started recording them. Because I've got Sky Q, it starts like it records stuff for you. Oh yeah. So it's like, you might like this. Sometimes I get like random ones and I'm like, ooh, that's ooh. good. There's some quite good westerns as well during the day. Yeah, there's like all sorts, isn't there? Mm. Yeah, it's, re- it's really good. It's definitely worth a, a look if you're looking for something to watch. Do you not find, though, that thing that records what it thinks you might want to watch? Like if a film is part of a series, you keep finding random stuff cropping up and you don't know who's recorded it so you don't delete it because you don't know if it's someone else's. Yeah. And then you just fill your planner with we random see, films. Yeah, this happen this always happens to me because like Rob's like, Why have you recorded this? And I'm like, I haven't and he's like, Yeah, you have. Don't you gaslight me? And I'm like, <laughs> I genuinely haven't. The Skybox has recorded it. I haven't recorded it. Yeah. 
And then, but then I'm like, oh, fuck you, might have recorded it, so I didn't delete didn't it. Didn't delete it. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't want to be that person. They should flag stuff. If the Sky, if Sky chooses to record for something, you something for you, it should be flagged on the thumbnail so that it avoids this. Yeah, like yeah. Re- recommended for you by Sky or something yeah. like that. Yeah, Sky, so, get on that. When you buy something and then you keep getting adverts for the same thing you've just bought, but it's like, well, I've just bought it. I don't, I'm not just going to straight away buy another one that's slightly different. Because I've got it already. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Crazy. Anyway. So... The film starts with an Edgar Allan Poe quote, which I couldn't tell you what it is because I sort of looked at it and then I wrote down that it was a quote and then by the time I looked up again to see what it was, it had gone. So, yeah, some kind of Edgar quote. I love Edgar Allan Poe. I'm not very familiar with him. He's very creepy. Mm. very spooky. The Raven. Both the Raven. Yeah. Yeah. That's my knowledge. I don't think it was the Raven. It was something else. Um, But yeah. So there was a, a quote and then it's kind of a, it fades to black and then it cuts to a pocket watch that's mm. sort of spinning. And then we get this old salty sea oh, dog this old man. storyteller. Yeah, he's definitely seen some stuff. Who is talking to this group of kids and they're all like, it's almost like, um, like are you afraid of the dark? Mm. When they're, you know, like gathered around a campfire telling stories and stuff. And he... Uh, and he's talking about this story about the night the fog rolled in and he's talking about this ship called the Elizabeth Dane, um, which was full of lepers. Mm. And a man who... Uh, uh, I think he was, like, a rich man who'd got his gold and was like, I want to settle at Antonio Bay, which is where we're set, and he was going to give this money to them to form a leper colony. Yeah. As they did in, in the olden times instead of curing it because apparently you can cure it now it can be cured now it's such a um a horrible bacterial disease. isn't it yeah. yeah it's really it's it's horrible the way people would get ostracized i've heard i've heard as well it's not as contagious as people once thought it was mm. i think it was more due to the conditions that people yeah. were living in it's like the unsanitary conditions brought it on apparently so it well, was all yeah. a bit of a myth but anyway so they wanted to they wanted to colonise here, so they were like, we've got this gold, blah, blah, blah. But what happened was, 12 o'clock at night on this night, the ship sunk. Mm-hmm. And then we get, it's basically like he, he's, he's, he's sort of do, setting this scene of this creepy, creepy scene. And then it, it sort of pans up and then it's sort of faded in with a view of the bay, of Antonio Bay. And then you get your credits. And then we go to the lighthouse where we've got Stevie Wayne on the radio because she's kind of a lighthouse keeper slash radio, radio DJ, which kind of makes sense because as a lighthouse person, you probably, well, you're on your own a lot, aren't you? You, you sort of got nothing else to do, mm. so you may as well do that as if well. If they remade this, she'd have to be like a, a YouTuber, like a, a live a vlogger YouTuber, or something, yeah. a vlogger. Twitcher, yeah. To be fair, I was thinking about doing Twitch over there. I don't even know what it is. It's just basically live streams of people, like, a lot of people play video games, but then some people do, like, craft and, oh. like, draw and stuff, and they just chat, and they just chat to people online, mm. and then people basically pay them for it. It's insane. I don't know if anyone would want to pay me. I absolutely would. Oh, okay. You're very chatty. I'm very chatty. Maybe we should do it together. Very chatty. Come out with all sorts. I chatted to a man at work and I found out more than I intended to know, actually. I won't tell you what. You make an excellent spy. I talked about the weather and he ended up telling me about his life. Mm. Anyway. You make a really good spy. (laughs) I'll make a great spy. They'd be like, they'd be chatting away to you and then next thing they'd be like, basically told. So that's my life life story. story Here are the codes. I mean, what? No. And then you'd be like, cheers, bye. <laughs> See when you I, later. When I report back, they'd be like, what did you find out from the target? And I'd be like, well, found out all about his life, but he told me the codes. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I forgot the main bit. Forgot the codes, but I did get some gossip. Yeah, I love it. So, yeah, so she's doing a radio thing and then it cuts to the church where this priest is drinking and he's talking to a guy called Bennett. And I think he's maybe clocking off for the day doing whatever he was doing odd jobs or something I don't know leaves this priest 
by himself in this church and a stone comes off the wall Ooh. in a very dramatic oh, fashion. Oh, that made me jump. That made you jump. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And it, So he's like, well, he sort of shits himself because he's like, stone come off the wall. And then he finds a diary. An old diary in the, in the wall. wall. Which is very intriguing. Mm. And... Uh, and then he starts sort of flipping through it, and I was like, "Somebody has definitely aged this diary." Like when you were at school and you had tea to like bag. get a tea bag, singe the ends. Did you make treasure maps? Oh yeah, you used to make treasure maps yeah. at school, didn't oh, you? Oh my god, I used to love doing that yeah. so much. So like oh, making like rip the edges. Yeah. Oh, used yeah. To love tea, doing tea that. bag the edges, and then like singe bits and burn holes in it so it looks old oh my god it was the best I next time i have to send anything i might you're gonna make that. it into like an ancient scroll. an ancient scroll you know when like um I love you have it. to send off like you have car insurance <laughs> <laughs> yeah by scroll i'll tell you what i like you know when like you get wax seals and oh, stuff yes and it, you cannot there's like you have to put videos a, on a YouTube. special ring like there. Like a stamp the, thing. The, the Duke has like a, a ring with his insignia on it. I love stamps it. And that's how you know it's definitely sent from him. There's like, um, yeah, there's. I've seen like loads of videos on like Facebook and stuff of people like doing it of like different coloured waxes and different mm. stamps and stuff. I find it really relaxing. It's weird. It's interesting what it's enjoyable to watch. I love it. I love yeah. that. And I love um, epoxy resin. <gasps> oh, I love those videos. Table resin. Did you that see that one of the Meg? <gasps> yeah, oh, the Meg. So good. That was so good. That I forget is the philosopher maker or whatever. I, don't know I, don't who know. It I forget. Was. It was really good though. That was so good. All his projects were great. Yeah, He's I love stuff just like that. Very talented. It's very uh, hardworking. It's very good. Very soothing. It is, isn't mm. it? I love it. Do you see the one with the table made out of burnt wood? I've seen many. Oh, many so, I love it when people make tabletops. Well, oh, there's like sort of part table and then it runs the epoxy through mm. I like it when there's like a slight glitter in it as well mm. that's quite nice I like it when people like do their fish tanks and stuff on YouTube yeah mm. it's good I love it oh, YouTube's great started doing yoga oh, okay. oh that's good that's good yeah. very I'm good on, for many things I'm on day five and I can touch the floor can you? I can, yeah like I can get into a forward fold and just about touch the floor now excellent so I'm getting there yoga's very good for you it's surprising how Tense I am, but I didn't realise. <laughs> and also how unflexible I am. Mm. I'm like a breadstick. <laughs> it's crazy. But I'm, get, I'm getting there. It's just little yeah. baby steps, but it's fun. I like it. It's good. YouTube's got everything. It, it certainly does. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, so we've got we've got this Antonio Bay. We find out that it's 100 years old and it's the anniversary of the founding of the town. Mm. And it's clear skies, and she's saying, like, the weather's really nice, it's great, we love it. Then it cuts to a guy sweeping up at the supermarket yeah. for some reason. I'm, I'm assuming he's just closing up for the night. And then all this, like, weird stuff starts happening, yeah. so all the bottles start shaking. And there's, like, a squeaking of a sign. The seafaring trinkets and then are all, like, swinging about. yeah. yeah. The foley work in this is really nice because it's all like clinky bottles mm. and stuff. I really enjoyed it. And then you find out that it's gone midnight. Yeah. As the man said when the ship sunk. Ooh. Then uh, a petrol pump falls and leaks. I was proper expecting that to set on fire and explode. Yeah. But it never actually happened. Well, um, I thought that when it lifted the car up on that... Um, the car, yeah. I thought it was going to keep going up. up and squash it, but it didn't... Oh, you'd be raging if that was your car, wouldn't you? Wow. Oh. Then it, all you can hear is like the sound of the, mm. the gas counter going yeah. and it's clicking away. They probably spent about $2 on a full tank back I then, didn't they? I was thinking that. Oh. I was thinking that. I was like, God, if Just, that was in this country, it'd be so imagine? expensive. You'd be crying. And then all the cars outside, all the lights come on and start honking, which mm. reminded me of Christine. It's very Christine-esque. Yeah. And then a chair, there's like a chair that moves in someone else's house and they're like, ooh, it was a bit weird. And then it cuts to the radio and she's saying how there's a, it's a very clear night. There's no clouds in the sky. And then we cut to a man driving, which is Tom Atkins, who was in Halloween 3. Mm-hmm. As the guy, he's... Because it's, uh, it's separate from the other Halloweens and it's about a toy company. Oh, is it? It's about an evil toy company oh. that are using... Halloween masks to kill kids. That's awful. And Tom Atkinson's the guy who's like trying to 
investigate it. Even for a horror film, that sounds awful. It's got the most catchy jingle in it ever. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. We'll get there, though. We'll get there. So he's driving along and he sees a hitchhiker. So because, you know, obviously it's the 80s. Pick him up. Pick him up. What's driving along at happen? midnight, see a hitchhiker. Absolutely. Pick, pick him pick up. up. Yeah. No question. Or also from the other side, hitchhiking at midnight. Who does who does also, that? Strange man driving at yeah. midnight, getting his car. Absolutely. Absolutely. Drinking a beer whilst driving. I'd certainly get in that car because that's a safe journey. Yeah. It was Drinking very much a different dri- time, wasn't it? Certainly it certainly was. Yeah. Drink driving. So is not cool. I know. Anymore. It, it picked well, it's never been cool. Well, it's never been cool. People just did People it anyway. People just did it, yeah. So he picks up this hitchhiker, and it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. There she is. I swear, honestly, like, he uses all the same mm. people in his films. But Jamie Lee Curtis is good, though. She is great, isn't she? If I had her on my books as one of my actresses... Oh, she'd be in everything. I'd, she'd certainly be in my films. Everything. Like, literally everything. I'd be like, come on, you be in this film. Be I don't want to be in this film. She could play anyone. I love it. So they're driving along, and then his uh, windows shatter mm. in his car, like the side windows, and they're like, oh, what's going on? So it's like the start of like weird events. Then it cuts to the lighthouse, and Steve is still there. Apparently she owns this radio station, I'm guessing, as a sort of side line to having the lighthouse. Yeah, I and know. I suppose as well, it's probably quite good to see what the weather is like because she probably can broadcast to ships and stuff mm. so it's a good way of warning them yeah. in advance so it all kind of works it was doesn't kinda, it like because i kept being confused like who she was talking to but local radio stations was a thing like you mm. had a local station and that's the only station that you could get yeah that's it so and i mean yeah so she's just like chatting and I was like, I was thinking, like, it's gone midnight. She's very sort of optimistic that people are listening at this time. <laughs> it's like, if you, uh, you're listening, uh, yeah, you know, I'll put some songs on. She doesn't actually play all that many songs either. No, but, she you know, mainly just sort of... It's almost like talk radio, talks. isn't it? So she uh, she ends up chatting to this guy on the phone and they're sort of flirting with each other, who is... Dan, which is the policeman from Halloween. Ah. There's another one. And then he he's sort of chatting to her and he says that he's got a... It's like a, a, a weather tip-off mm. for her. And he's like, there's fog. Fog is happening. So she's like, all right, okay. So she tells people that there's fog on the sea. And then it cuts to some sort of fishermen. I'm sort guessing the fishermen, fishermen in a boat. Fishermen who are all drinking in the cabin. At midnight. At midnight. Does at it night seem, fishing. Well, I, I just... I, I mean, I'm not for experience about fishing, but I just thought they didn't look like they were doing a particularly good job. They weren't really doing anything, They weren't were doing they, a lot, they, were they? were drinking, no. So they're not really convinced about this fog, and they're like, well, she doesn't know what she's talking about. But then there's the guy who's looking out of the window, and he's like, oh, there's fog. She, she doesn't know what she's talking about. And then oh, he's like, she does is there's fog, fog coming in. Fog yeah. is happening. Fog is happening. And then... That wasn't his voice, but I don't know whose voice <laughs> <that was. laughs> It may as well have been. So Close enough. He's like, yeah, fog is happening outside. And then it escalates and one of the... I'm calling them trawler men because I don't actually know mm. what they are. One of the trawler men gets stabbed and then they all kind of get picked off one by one. Yeah. And it's but it's all like um, it's all very dark, and then it, I said it's almost like a Jello film because it's like really shadowy figures, and then it's like a close up of their face, and yeah. it's like they're they're like lit in red or green mm. or something, and they're like ah, it's quite brutal. Yeah, and then it cuts back to Stevie. She is bored out of a goddamn mind at this point, and yeah. she's like, well, this is better than Chicago, I guess, and then she answers the phone again and it's Dan, her little pal. And he says, he says the fog's moved west. But she says, well, on my weather reporting device, (laughs) it says it's gone east. But then I think they're kind of saying if it went east, it'd be going against the wind, which doesn't make any sense. Unless it's not a real fog, it's a a ghost. Unless it's a ghost fog, yeah. 
So she's like, eh, I'm not sure about that, but they kind of dismiss it at this point. And then it cuts to the hitchhiker and Tom Atkins. So they're in bed together. So they're yeah. together now. Yeah, inseparable I'm from not this point on. I'm entirely sure what I said to her in that car, <laughs> but clearly it worked because, yeah, they're together now. They basically don't leave each other's no. side for the rest of the film. And presumably, following the end of the film, they just stay together. Yeah, and then she she's kind of telling him... I think she's like telling him where she's been and, mm, and she wants to get kind of stuff like to that. Vancouver. She's like, yeah, she, I think she's got a sketchbook she's been doing along the way. Yeah, she's kind of te- she's kind of telling him about her travels mm. and where she's been and stuff. And then there's a knock on the door, but you see this sort of old, withered hand with a scythe. Mm. It looks like a is it like a little scythe? Like a little. Scythe. I can't really describe it as anything else. I don't know what is it, it is. Cutlet, cutlass? Cut, no, they are they not swords? Cutlass. Cutlass not bent, sword. Are they? Cutlet yeah. is a piece of meat. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go scythe. Scythe. We'll go scythe. Knocks on the door with a scythe. One thing that I love about this, the ghosts always knock on the door. Yeah. They're very polite. Despite Certainly are. their gold being stolen, yeah. they're still polite they knock on the door. And then uh, the clock cracks, like the face of the clock cracks, so they're like, ooh. And then uh, he goes to open the door, but there's nothing there. Mm. He's the lucky. I know. Yeah. And then um, Stevie's kind of signing off her night shift that she's done. And then it cuts to the beach the day after and there's a little kid fishing and he's running around. and He's he runs. cute, isn't he? He's so sweet. He's adorable. He's lovely. He runs home. Turns out that Steve is his mum. Mm-hmm. And she's in bed because she's done a bloody night shift and he's like, Mum! Mum! <laughs> and she's like, what? What do you want? And then he's like, I found a coin. But then it turned into this piece of wood and she's like, what are you even on really? about? So he's got this big piece of wood and then he says about the... Because uh, he was there with the old salty man telling him this story mm. about the ship and, and he was like, yeah, I had a really good time and and he was telling us this story and, and he seems to be like really into like treasure hunting and, yeah. and stuff. He's really cute. Oh, I love cute. him. He's, he's so on nice. board with the whole treasure hunting oh, thing. He's loving it. So he gives her this. He gives her this piece of this massive piece of wood. It's like sort of a driftwood type thing, and she looks at it and it says Dane on it. Mm. Dun 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 dun. And then it cuts to Tom Atkins and Jamie Lee Curtis walking around because they're together. Yep, they're just walking around. Obviously, then, she's going to accompany him wherever he goes from now on. Well, she's a hitchhiker. She's got nowhere else to but be. But I so. really like Jamie Lee Curtis, so I, I don't mind. Do. She can do whatever she wants, actually. Yeah. yeah. So. Then it cuts to Janet Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis's mummy, and she's preparing a statue and a candlelight procession because it's the 100th anniversary of the founding of the town. So it's like, I don't know what she's in charge of because she's on about, she goes on about like restoring the graveyard and stuff like that mm. so i don't know if she's on like a sort of town she's one of these people who's on the like the town board she's like involved in all yeah. aspects of the i wonder town. if they have like um i want to call it like a civic society yeah, you know where they kind society, of yeah. where they sort of look after mm. the history, the history of, yeah, the yeah yeah that's it that's what i think she is so it's a bit like um you know goonies um mikey's dad yeah Bit like that sort yeah. of person who's involved in the history of the town. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's I've it. I've seen the Goonies for ages. I love the Goonies. The Goonies. This is actually a little bit like the Goonies. Horror adjacent. If you're very young, I think it would be. It's horror adjacent. Yeah. Might Give need you a to few cover it. Scares. Might need to cover it. So then it cuts to Tom and Jamie on a boat, and they're just chilling on this boat. And mm. I think, do they see a fog? I feel like they might see a fog and they're like, oh, it's weird. Oh, no, they see the boat out, don't they? And they're like, oh, there's a boat out. So they're like, oh, there's a boat out there. And then it kind of, it cuts to uh, Janet Lee, who is Mrs. Williams. And she's in the car with Annie from Halloween because everyone's in this. And she's saying how her husband didn't come home from the fishing trip that he had. Presented by Climate Power Education Fund. Does big oil care about our streets flooding or our homes burning? Not according to an ExxonMobil top lobbyist. Did we aggressively fight against um, uh, 
some of the science. Uh, yes, you know, we were looking out for our shareholders. They care about profits, not people. Learn more at polluters.exposed. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or rehung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. And she said that the dog was stood growling at the sea. <laughs> growling at the sea. That sounds weird. like a thing a dog would do, though. The thing is, though, I feel like dogs dogs sense weirdness. Mm. So I would believe a dog, if it started growling at something, I'd be like, there's something going on. Isn't it worrying when you've got a pet and they're just chilling out in the room or whatever, and suddenly they like look at the corner like they can see someone there and there's no one there. Oh, it I've freaks said, me I'm out. I'm sure I've said this on this podcast ever before, but if we have uh, Taz or Maggie when they're here, if they're sat down, they'll look at the door and follow it up and what across. What are they looking at? <sighs> I don't want to know. I am no. not even entertaining the idea. <laughs> Definitely not. So she's she's sort of saying about how the, the town should be proud of its heritage and obviously, like, because she's trying to get people involved in this celebration. And then she... They make their way to the church... And they shout for the priest, but nobody answers, so they go in. And then you were like, you've got to watch this bit. It's really, really funny. It was great. It's my so favourite bit. There's a, pre- a priest. All films. I've, I've put spring-loaded spring priest. Because <laughs> he just kind of... Boing. Boing. Into shot. Out of the shadows. I don't know how he does it, but he just it's kind of... It's literally... He's like on a, on a sprung It's like someone's shed. thrown him into the scene. He comes out of the shadows like a jack-in-a-box. Yeah, they're like, oh, where is he? Oh, hello. You're there. Just, there you are. On command, it's so funny. At the corner, he appears, and he he's sort of saying that he's found this journal, so he ends up reading it to her because obviously she's the history Mm, lady. So he's like, "We found this journal," and uh, and he starts talking about the lepers and how they wanted to relocate and start a colony in Antonio Bay, and that they. They kind of what, yeah. They they basically wanted to settle there, and this guy was going to run this leper colony, and then it cuts to Tom and Jamie searching the ship that they'd seen, yeah. and then she sort of says, "Oh, the, all this weird stuffs happened, like your windows caved in, and all this stuff." And she's like, "Oh, I'm bad looking." He's like, "I don't really believe in luck and whatever." In the meantime, you see this little door that's wiggling, mm. and you think, "Oh, that's so, not good." So. And then it flies open, and like a lot of Nautical charts. Nautical crap comes out of it, and they're like, bah! But it's nothing. But it's nothing that frightening. And then yeah. they sort of sit there, but then a body falls out oh, from somewhere else, and then they're like, ah! So he's, yeah. So then they're suitably freaked out, and then it cuts back to the church, and they're still reading this diary, and they're talking about the fog, and then they're talking about this, this man, Blake, who had the vision of starting this colony, had a lot of gold with him um to to pay to start this colony but then the ship sank and then i think it said that they took the gold mhm yeah which is kind of a dick move bit like, how did how did they take the gold could they have rescued everyone but they just chose to rescue the gold or was i think they just looted the ship yeah cuz they were like oh it's it's sunk um just loot the ship Mm. It'd be like a wreckage at sea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. I've watched too much Paul Dark. <laughs> when there's a beach wreckage, everyone was like, Beach wreckage! Remember that pillage stuff. Happened in England, like, I can't remember when, years mm. ago, a, a container ship and everything was like washed up and there were like motorbikes and all sorts yeah. of TVs were washing up and everyone went bonkers. I know there's, um, I don't, is it in this country? Some, I think a, a ship with Lego on it crashed and there's a there's a, i'm sure there's a beach somewhere that you can go and you can find like lego. pieces of lego wow. yeah it's really weird so he's he's telling this this sort of story and i think it's kind of disheartening this this poor janet lee's sort of plan for 
on her in the town because she's like, well, it's just basically murderers and thieves. Yeah, and it's, it's not all showing kind of us built, a very good light. It's all yeah. kind of built on a lie, really, mm. because I, I assume that they just thought, oh, the town was founded, blah, 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 but yeah. that's probably why the town was founded because they nicked all this money. Yeah. And then it cuts to Stevie at the lighthouse again. So she's going to do her radio show and she walks down about a bajillion stairs. Oh, yeah. oh. There's so Endless many stairs. Steps. They were all right going down, but imagine you've got a shift in. Yeah, hard work. No, thank you. She's a stair lift. She she needs something. <laughs> I'd just live there, but like, I live here now. <laughs> I'm not going up. So they're all um, pensive at the church, and the priest's like, oh, we're all cursed because we've annoyed these lepers a hundred years ago, blah, blah, mm. blah. And then it goes back to Radio Lighthouse, and she's kind of setting up to start her radio show and she's got this piece of the wood that her son gave her because yep. she's carrying it around with her for some reason for some reason I don't know if she just thought maybe I'll just put it in the lighthouse yeah. as like a memento a memento or something and then it um, it starts dripping water yeah. doesn't it and then there's like water dripping everywhere and it changes from saying Dane to six must die mm. and then it's quite ominous. Yeah, six must die, and she's like, oh, and then is there a fire? Yeah, it bursts into flame. It bursts into yeah, flame. Yeah, it's that sort of dripping which shorts out something. Because I think she says to her son, yeah, she rings her son, doesn't she? And she's like, don't touch anything on the beach. Yeah. Do not leave the house. I don't want you messing with anything. And he's like, but I don't want to go out. And oh, she's why? like, don't do it. And he's yeah. like, okay, I won't, because he's yeah. a very good little boy. He's very good, isn't he? He is a very good boy. Then it cuts back to the boat and then he starts talking... They're talking about these bodies that they found and they're, like, covered in seaweed and stuff. Mm. And it and I think they're like, well, that's a bit weird. That doesn't add up. Like, why would they be... It's like they've been at the bottom of the sea but they were found in the boat. They, they'd only been dead for, like, a day. But yeah. it was like they But it looked they like they'd been dead for a yeah. hundred years. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And then... Yeah, so she... And then Stevie's talking to her son and he says that he found a coin and it turned into a piece of wood. Mm. But she's she's kind of a bit like, oh, that's a bit weird. And she starts her broadcast and then she's saying it's the 100th anniversary of the founding of Antonio Bay. And then it cuts to the coroner's office where Tom and Jamie Lee are. And then they're saying this body looks like it's been underwater for years and years and years. She's on her own with the body. Yeah. And he's talking to the coroner and, and they're saying, like, it's very cold and how they wouldn't decompose that fast. Yeah. And, like, even even if it wasn't that cold, it's not normal. Mm, well, they're, like, saying he died in the water or something. But they're, like, you know, but found he, him in the ship. Like, he, he was in there. Yeah. yeah. So the ghost lepers got, sort of have, a, like, a watery presence. got ghost murdered. Mm. Yeah. And then, so she stood... In this room with the body that's covered in a sheet. And then you see a hand drop down with a something. Terrifying. Pen or something. And then you're like, "Uh uh-oh, that's not good. And then you hear her scream. So they run in to see what she's screaming about. And obviously the body's on the floor, but you Mm. don't see the body. No. All you see is like the sort of back of the body with a hand and then a a three. Three. At first I was like, an M? An M, a three. Or a bottom. Or a bottom. Or a bottom. <laughs> I think it's a three. I think it's a Why three. Why would you come back from the dead just to draw a small bottom on that's, the ground? That's cryptic. That's <laughs> I like that. I like that. If I ever become a ghost and haunt people, that's what I'm going to do. That's what you should do. I'm going to draw weird stuff. <laughs> bottom. Yeah. So she, uh, Stevie, is looking at this fog and notices that it's moving unusually. And it's kind of glowing and stuff. And it's really... it's. Very weird. Mm. But nobody's kind of convinced. And then all the lights go out in the town. Yeah. So they have this massive power cut as well. No, just to add just to the to drama. Just to add to the drama, yeah. So it's like this sort of build of like weird stuff going on and this fog is basically moving. So it's it's kind of on the coast at the moment. So she is updating the town as to where it is. Because obviously she's high up, she can see the town. Mm. And then it cuts to the event of 
this 100th anniversary and there's there's i didn't catch this bit but there's some issue with the statue i don't know if it's gone missing or what but she's kind of like oh well, this event's ruined and she's really disheartened yeah, by it oh, and the candlelit stuff. walk the candlelit vigil thing and then she she's still at the lighthouse is stevie and there's all this blackout over town and there's like a, a sort of cut where it's deadly silent but all you can hear is little frogs no nah. I love like the Fogs. I love the foley work in this. It's mm. really nice. And she kind of sees where this fog is. She manages to get her generator running so she can still broadcast yeah, at this point. Thankfully. And then I did think though, can you, is it safe to have a generator indoors? I would have thought you'd have it outside. Because if it's petrol. Yeah. Or But I guess it was kind of it wasn't where she was broadcasting. It might have it was like an in the exhaust outlet. For, I don't, who knows? Anyway, it it's like not the main the, point. It was it, like in the celery mm, bit or something, yeah. wasn't it? So she sees that this fog's kind of moving in and then she realises that obviously she's told her son Andy to stay in the house and she, at this point, she's like, something is going on Mm. and she's like, I need you to get out of the house, Andy. So she's on the radio because she's stuck there saying, get out of the house. But obviously he's still there with his um, babysitter, which is that nice old lady. that nice old lady. The nice old lady. So... They're just chatting and staying in and they see this fog kind of coming in because I assume they're kind of nearer the coast Mm. than the town. So it kind of hits them first. So they're sort of looking at this fog coming in and she's going, get out of the house, Andy, get out of the house. But uh, Tom Atkins hears it, so they hightail it to the house because they're in the car. His car is ruined at this point. No windows in it. Broken windows. Yeah. So... She, the old lady, hears a knocking on the door because you know they're very polite and they knock before they kill you. Oh, which is I nice. didn't. I didn't want her you to open like, the door. That old lady will never get killed. They can't kill an you old can't lady. Kill an old lady in a film that would be terrible. And I was like, have you never seen arachnophobia? Mm. I swear, an old no. lady gets killed in that. Actually, have I? I saw it a long time I ago. I saw it when I was young, I think. The only bit I can telly. remember is the couple eating popcorn and then they go find the couple and they're dead and a spider crawls out of her nose and I was like, that yeah. is disgusting. Wow. Terrifying. But yeah, I didn't think they could hurt an old lady. So she opens the door, but there's nobody there and she sends Andy up to his bedroom. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it'll be fine. But then she makes a fatal mistake of turning her back to oh. this fog. And you were like, oh, she's fine she's now. Fine. And I thought, no, she's fine. She'll no, be fine. She's not. I just didn't think that they would hurt an old lady. I was like, no, she, she'll be fine. You'll think she's going to get hurt, but she'll be fine. No. But, she yeah. gets dragged out of that house. Oh, that was horrible. And then she's like, ah! She's an old and lady. It. She's dragged into the fog. Babysitting a little boy. How could the yep. leper ghosts murder her? It was awful. Well, they're they're she's annoyed. She's a nice old Someone lady. stole their gold. Well, they should say, where's our gold and we won't hurt you? They should use the ghost powers to find the gold. They're, they're ghosts. They can't articulate this. They're just mad. I just I just think it was a bit low. Well, I'm not know, on their side. I'm not on their side. Like, I have sympathy for what happened to them. But come yeah. back, get march through the town being like, you stole our gold 100 years ago. We've come back to get it. Where's if you the give gold? us the gold, we'll, we'll just go. go. We'll go back to the sea. Yeah. yeah. So Andy runs up to his room. The fog's just coming in at this point because obviously the door's open. It's all coming in. And then you can see that the ghost lepers are coming for him. And he's like, oh. And then all of a sudden, Tom Atkins smashes his window. And yeah. he's like, come on, kid, let's leave. And then you were like, would you really follow a random man? So if a random man breaks the window of your bedroom when you're a child, let's say he's like seven or whatever. So come with me. If a man breaks into your bedroom and says, come with me to a child, never, you don't obey. I'm not being don't funny, go. though, but it's it's... Random stranger who just smashed in my window. Yeah. Ghost leopards. Ghost leopards. I'd, I'd take my chances. In this situation, yeah. Nick was a nice guy. Yeah, so he... So it was fine. He gets but, him out. Yeah. He gets him out. They get in the car, but then the car won't start. And then the fogs are descending on him and all. You can... There's kind of all the way through. You kind of see the outline of these ghosts, but mm. you don't really see what they actually look like but i think that kind of adds to the sort of scariness because yeah. it's yeah, kind of you your own know. imagination of what figures. they look like yeah so they they're trying to they're trying to get away but then they manage to uh drive away and then it cuts back to stevie she's apologizing on air that she had to stay and she's kind of like oh i'm really sorry and left you and 
And then she's saying that the fog is moving towards the town. So there's kind of an interspace of of them driving away and then Janet Lee driving away as well. And uh, they're both listening to the radio and, the, and Steve is basically saying, head to the church, mm. that's where there is no fog, that's, yeah, that's where you're safe, basically. So they end up converging at the church and they can see it kind of rolling in at this point. I'm sure there was a thing when they were trying to make it because it was a coastal town the wind kept blowing this fog away, <laughs> so they found it really hard to do. It looks so windy in some of the scenes, particularly yeah. the ones at the lighthouse. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. What a windy day. I'd have to, like, wear a hat all the time. This reminds me... Do you remember the Postman Pat? And there was a foggy day episode of Postman Pat. It's a bit like this. I sort don't of remember it. Same vibe, less horror. I don't remember it. Oh, it was good. Oh. Pat got lost. Oh, no. I know. Poor Pat. Yeah, I mean, obviously... It's not really relevant, but it just reminded me of a community, like, besieged by fog. Besieged (laughs) by fog. Oh, dreadful. So they, um, yeah, they hold up in the church and they kind of hide in the church and this fog's coming. But then also it's engulfing the lighthouse as well and she hears the knocking at the door. So you're like, "Uh oh, that's not good. And then you see all these hands like busting into the no. church and the lighthouse. So I think the priests read this journal and I think he ends up reading about this gold. But there's also a massive gold cross that was in the wall. Yeah. Which obviously they made out of the stolen that, yeah. coins. It's interesting they didn't make use. I wonder if they they hid it intending to spend the gold on themselves or something and then whoever yeah, was responsible was unable to to get it out and it just became lost yeah maybe Cause, and i was like that's a bit of a like you know we've stolen your money and we're gonna melt this money down into a, cross. a cross that's power move yeah that's a bit mean isn't it yeah i constantly change sides in this film i sometimes so, have sympathy for the lepers sometimes i don't <laughs> yeah so he so he finds this um this massive, massive gold cross. It must so be so heavy. I don't like. I don't know if obviously it wasn't real gold, but I don't, if it was real gold, I don't know if he'd be able to. He wouldn't have been even able to pick carrying it in that like bear hug. I yeah. Don't know so he, he kind of it. lumbers outside, and he kind of says that his grandfather was the one responsible for stealing mm. this gold. So I've got to answer for it, and he and he goes outside to these ghosts, and he's like, "I've got this gold. Take me and the gold." And we'll call it a day. Yeah. Which is a decent enough thing which to do. Which is a decent yeah. enough thing to do. To be fair, like he's sacrificed himself to save the town, which mm. is quite a good thing. So Stevie ends up going to the roof of the lighthouse because the uh, the ghost lepers are after her. But I was like, why would you go on the roof? Because you've literally nowhere to go. Yeah. But I guess there's nowhere else to go because it's well, just yeah. fog. So if you're in the fog, you won't be able to see him coming, I guess. Mm. So... She gets stabbed and then nearly falls off the roof. And then she's kind of at the peril of these two ghosts. And then you get a glimpse of one of them and they're all like green and slimy and they've got worms in them. And, you know, if you've been in the sea for a hundred years, you'd probably look quite slimy. Probably, yeah. Yeah. It looks like when you get like a really damp like decking and you get that like green sort of... (laughs) Yeah. You know, when you get that slippy green... Slippery. Yeah. Slippery. Oh. Sorry, I didn't say that right then. Slippery. Slippery. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the priest's outside and the one of the ghosts grabs this cross and it, like, goes into, like, this massive Glowing. bright light. And the, the priest's kind of like, ah... But Tom manages to pull him away. Oh, I was glad about that. Yeah. And then there's this massive big flash and then basically everything goes... All the fog goes away, all the ghosts go away, and and then it's it's kind of, oh, okay, oh, that's fine. Yeah. And then Stevie's narrating, and she's saying about this, basically it was a nightmare, and she's like, it could come back again. Ships look across the water for the fog. And then they realise that the priest would have been the sixth yeah. person to die. And he's on his own, and, and kind of all is well, and it's fine. But then you see the fog slowly creeping in again and then uh it gets a scythe to the neck by one of the ghosts awful and then it finishes that's it that's it that's it that's it yeah 
Mm. Yeah. So did um, guy. Stevie survive? Yeah, she survived. Oh, that's good. Because I was worried I that she died. They don't, do they explain why they needed six people? Was the six people who were the original conspirators who stole the gold? Maybe. So it's kind of, yeah, so they kind of got what they wanted and the priest never survived. Yeah. I think he would have been haunted by what happened if he had survived. I'm not saying it's good that he died, but yeah. I just think he would have been haunted He's got, like, ancestral it. guilt. Mm. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was good. I really liked the atmosphere and the character. Just the general yeah. mood, the vibe. Yeah. I don't it's often say in a vibe, really nice place. But I have said it today a lot. What vibe? Yeah. And I don't usually say it. But I have. It was it was filmed in somewhere called Point Reyes in California, where that lighthouse is. Mm. It's very nice. It's very lovely. nice place. Very I like picturesque. it. Very scenic. Then we decided that we wanted to do an American road trip to yeah. go to like oh, filming places. To go to all the film places. Yeah, definitely. In a couple of years, when things have settled down with yeah, Corona, that'd be really cool. What did I see the other day on, t- on Facebook? Somebody posted. That was it. Have you ever heard of the uh, tale of Lizzie Borden? Uh, not really. She was like um she was like a a well known murderer. Oh. Like in in it was like years and years ago. Did she she like killed a family with an axe? Oh, that's I think horrible. it was. I want to say like Victorian times, right. but not. But like mm. a lot. It was a long time ago. But her house is up for sale. Oh, you wouldn't. It's, you wouldn't. It's eight hundred and sixty thousand uh, dollars. No. It's a big house. What a lot to pay for a horrible... For a murder house. Murder house. Yeah! No, the only thing you could do is we could maybe buy it and and turn it into a... Tourist museum. attraction. But I don't really want to celebrate someone who had yeah. murdered her own it's family. It's very old-fashioned inside. I was like, oh, oh no, that needs to change. Oh, no, it's bad vibes. It's a nice house, no. but it's bad juju. Bad house. Yeah. Mm. Who would buy that? I don't know. Who Who's the owner now? I don't know. No wonder they want to sell. I know. Also, it's so expensive. Oof. Do you know what you could use it for? You know how um, there's certain, like, industrial things? I don't know exactly what, but, like, industrial processes that mean no one wants to live nearby. Yeah. Like a lino factory or something. Or yeah, yeah. like a, a place where they like make... power stations and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, a place where mm-hmm. they make s- stuff that no one likes. That would be a site for it because no one, no one should live there. You might as well have something horrible there because it's, yeah, it's a bad that's place. that's true because no one wants to live there. But then what if all the lino it produced was haunted? <laughs> that's a that's a film for you, isn't that it? Is a, that is a film and a half. To be fair, there's a film about um, a haunted dress. It's Ooh. called In... Is it called In Fabric or is it just Fabric? In Fabric, I think. Apparently it's really good. Mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Haunted dress? Crazy. So, ratings... I would give it a three out of five. It's not my favourite, but I enjoyed it. I give it a four, just for fun. Yeah, it is. It is good, but it's not like I say. It's not like it's not, it's not the best film ever. It's not like the most scary or no. the 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 most thrilling or anything. But it's just an enjoyable film to watch. Yeah, it's just enjo- it's good. It's just enjoyable. Yeah, apart from the bit with the old lady, which I didn't it's like. It's not quite didn't as good as that. like the thing. No, or Halloween, but it is a strong. Addition it's, to his work. It's good, yeah. Yes. Did, did they remake The Fog with Tom Welling? I believe they did remake it, but I couldn't tell you who was in it. And I've not seen it. I think maybe. is it Was it made in, like, 2005? Possibly. Yeah. I'd say go probably a one out of five, because you don't really see anything, do you? It's all kind of left to your imagination. And humour, I'd give it a two out of five, just for the uh, spring-loaded priest. Just looked up The Fog, the remake... 2005, yeah, 3.7 out of 10 Oh, on IMDb. I think sometimes, like... I'd watch it, I though. used to be really dead against remakes, but now I've, I've kind of come round to the idea of them. I think if you've got a good idea and you can, you can execute it in a way that's different, but mm. also I think you've got to keep the spirit of the original kind of thing to, you know... Yeah, I... And I think, I yeah. think you can... I think you can remakes do aren't it. necessarily bad, but if you've mm. got the skills to make a good remake, you would have the skills to make a good film from an original script. Like, yeah, if the director and the writer are good, yeah, that's it. They and I could, think they could make a good original film. Like remakes aren't necessarily bad, but well, it's like why not make did, an original? Is it? 
Is it Gus Gus Van Sant? I think it is. He remade Psycho. Oh. And it had um. Ah, oh, what's he called? I want to say Luke Wilson, but it isn't. Owen Wilson. No, it's not even either of them. Mm. It's that guy. Ga- oh, I'm gonna have to look it up because. Is it one of the brothers from Bros? No. Oh. No, it's uh, it's the guy who's in Dodgeball. Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. That's it. Vince Vaughn. As That's who? His name. The Psycho. As Norman Bates. Really? Yeah. But the remake, basically, what he did was he remade it shot for shot in colour with different actors. Hmm. What's the point? Hmm. I mean, did it? Did he make it because people didn't want to watch a black and white film? What's the point? If people don't want to watch a black and white film, then... Don't watch it. Don't watch Or either... It's so weird, I don't... Re- I, redo it in colour. Like, as in... Colour it. Colour the black they and white film. They did that with... Um, is that weird, or does that work? They did it with... It's on uh, It's on Amazon Prime. They did it with Carnival of Souls and, like, recoloured it, and it's weird. But I feel like... If you were doing that, though, could I feel like just... a black and white film should probably be... Yeah, keep it as a black and white film. Made as a black film. and white film. Just purely because I think a lot of the lighting and stuff is kind of geared towards it being mm. black and white. And, like, it's like they used to use, like, chocolate sauce for blood. Because oh, it was yeah, more effective was as a colour. In black and white, it looked... Like... Yeah, so... If you recoloured it, though, yeah. couldn't you just, like, make everything... Colour. Or you could, like, make everyone's outfits, like, different shades of green or something. They did it. Or you could just... You could do whatever you wanted. Yeah. They did it for, um... For, uh... You know, like, the 1966 World Cup? Oh, did they? They did, because they showed it because of all this corona, because obviously there was Mm. no football on. So they showed it, but they they did, like, sections of colouring it. It was really weird. But, like, it can be done, but I think if it's going to be black and white... I guess, like, stuff like that, that kind of makes sense. If you've got film footage... If, I think you could do it if people are curious to see what it would have looked like yeah. live. But yeah. perhaps not... It might not enhance the entire film, but it's interesting to kind of yeah. look at it in a different light, literally. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, but, yeah, I think I think it's a strong it's a strong one. Worth a watch. Yeah. We like John, we like John on this podcast. If you liked the Postman Pat episode as a child, you'd probably like this. It's right up your yeah. street. If you like... Ghosts. Fog. Fog. John Carpenter. Electronica. Then yeah. He's got it all. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Spring-loaded yeah. priest. Spring-loaded priest. Oh, he was great. That was my favourite moment. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah. Next week... <laughs> mm. <laughs> Next week, we're going to do Insidious. Oh, no. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I don't know how I feel about that. You'll be all right. Um, I'll hope so. It's a... Is it James Wan? I have I think no idea. it's James Wan who did Saw. So it's, mm. a, it's a step into the James Wan-iverse. Mm. <laughs> See um, how I feel. I can't wait. Mm. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna get you to watch the trailer and do a trailer reaction for Patreon. Oh, no, because you're gonna be like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So yeah. Okay. Watch well, us for next week, guys. Something to look forward to. It's for gonna me. be a good one. In the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We are on Twitter at WNS Horrorpod. And we are also on the emails at wonderfulandstrange at hotmail.com. And also, we're on the Patreon. So keep your eyes peeled for some uh, little trailer videos and mm. little bits on there. Mm. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Stay safe, everybody. Bye!
Presented by Climate Power Education Fund. Does big oil care about our streets flooding or our homes burning? Not according to an ExxonMobil top lobbyist. Did we aggressively fight against um, uh, some of the science? Uh, yes. You know, we were looking out for our shareholders. They care about profits, not people. Learn more at polluters.exposed. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com thisishome today.